0: Hi, everyone. I'm Anita Lustria, and for many years, I did live radio. Then I transitioned to the podcast world where I feel I found my home. I love talking about spiritual formation, justice issues, and spiritual practices. Throw in the Enneagram, movies, and current events from time to time, and that's what you get on the podcast. I'm glad you've come along for the ride. Welcome to Faith Conversations. Welcome to Faith Conversations, everyone. I'm excited about today's podcast because, of course, for one reason, I have my good friend Melinda Schmidt on um, as my guest today. We were co-hosts for so many years together on Midday Connection. It's always fun to be together. So, Melinda, welcome back to Faith Conversations.
1: It is always fun to be together and just love our conversations and kind of the ping-ponging back and forth. It's kind of priceless. Yeah, for pr- pretty much, <laughs> pretty, pretty much, and I- I'm excited too because of our
0: topic of conversation. I think it's an important one right now, honestly, in our lives, just our personal lives, but in the life of the world. I think it's a great topic to elevate. You brought this one to me, and I, I thought, huh, <laughs> I-, I hadn't, I hadn't been thinking about this. You had done more thinking about it, and maybe hearing about it from different spheres. Um, whether it's Instagram or wherever, but why don't you introduce the topic and and get us going?
1: Well, um, I sent to you an email or text or something, and I said, "Hey, I'm cooking up a podcast on positive affirmations." And uh, you're right; I I think there are definitely or can be feelings about those two words. It can sound a little woo-woo yes, if you're a person way, yeah. of faith. It can sound alarmingly new age. Um, Or it can just sound like something we don't quite understand. But um, the more research I've been doing and looking into this, and frankly, when I would hear these, I would think, but wait a minute, I heard this kind of thing in church, or I hear Christian speakers say these things only from a different point of view being faith. But after a while, I thought, man, there's a lot of psychology in the Bible, and yeah. that kind of surprised me. That surprised me. So um, anyway, I think it's kind of interesting we're doing this today. I'm struggling with this eye infection that won't go away. Don't feel that great. You said you might have some oh, allergies going allergies on. or cold or something, yes. What a perfect day to talk about positive <laughs> affirmations. You are right. Because as you mentioned, Anita, there is so much going on in the world. It's kind of like, what next? And I think our resilience has been lowered since the pandemic. And honestly, when the Me Too movement began, and we just have kind of been blindsided with truth about our country, ourselves, our family, our friends, the world. And it's getting more challenging to be positive and not give over to our natural negative bias. And I'll let me add
0: this into the conversation that if any of you who are in the hearing of our voices right now have ever gone to counseling, and this is me, I hope to goodness every one of you have, (laughs) (laughs) because it can be very helpful. Um, I hear they're quite busy these days. (laughs) Yes, I think they are. (laughs) But I think if if anyone's gone to any kind of counseling, often one of the topics of conversation is self-talk. And that Goes hand in hand with positive affirmations. Mm-hmm. Many of us have maybe grown up with some. Uh, you'll you might recognize this phrase of self loathing, like horrible self talk, and you get into this mode of self loathing. Whatever, depending mm-hmm. on, um, you know what you're talking to a counselor about. But self talk is incredibly important, and it goes hand in hand with positive affirmations. Mm-hmm. That's really a piece of what it is.
1: You know, podcaster Adam Young talks very objectively about us waking up every day to an enemy. And I, you know, some of us either believe fully in a devil. Others feel like, oh, I grew up with too much of that and I'm not sure what I think. But I appreciated one time hearing Adam say, yeah, it's a fact of life. Even Jesus said, you know, there's somebody else ruling the world right now but I'll help you through it. And Mm -hmm. I expect you to fight back. He sent those over 70 disciples out to the countryside Mm -hmm. to eject, you know, evil and so forth. So we can partner as people Mm -hmm. of faith with the God of the universe and fight back. And these Mm -hmm. are the days for that, I think.
0: Well and when you actually sent me that first text or whatever email uh, one of the things that popped into my mind you you already mentioned that you know we hear we certainly have heard some of this um uh through christian speakers or whatever and i immediately thought of scripture my mind immediately went to romans 12 12 about right. the renewing of the mind mm-hmm. right we are mm-hmm. called to renew our minds mm-hmm. and um i think you know i don't think we pay attention to that enough and i i also think um and maybe you're going to talk about this but um a, a variety of people in the media that maybe we listen to or read or whatever that are christians that definitely are mm-hmm. in this vein of talking about the things that right. we feed into ourselves. Positive mm-hmm. affirmations is just another word for that.
1: Right. Well, and when you talk about Romans 12 two, the New Testament book um, and renewing our minds, the current word for that is that our brains have neuroplasticity. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So what they're really saying in Romans is take advantage of that neuroplasticity that won't be discovered for a couple thousand years. Uh, You can change your mind. It's only a thought. You can change your mind, but it it does take work. And um, the scriptures tell us that it takes work. And maybe we should start off by getting to a definition of positive affirmations and These are described as positive phrases or statements that we use to challenge negative or unhelpful thoughts. And you mentioned self-loathing or self-criticism being one of those, Anita, negative bias. You, You pick one or more phrases and you repeat them regularly. And these can motivate you. They can help you confront negative thought patterns. They can replace that negative bias and restore hope, really, Mm -hmm. to our minds and lives, which I think we're so hungry for these days. And science does say the practice of positive affirmations does reduce stress and rumination. And you can research that for yourself. It's all there. Um, But we talked about, you know, recognizing that scripture has been promoting positive affirmations forever. Uh, You know, for some of us in our faith background, kind of those negative judgmental parts of scripture and kind of that struck fear in us. If you Mm -hmm. don't obey, look out. That's kind of what we grew up on. And we're not very familiar with the positivity of scripture.
0: I agree with that. And I think of my own predisposition to be a Pharisee. That has been a part of my own faith journey to eradicate the Pharisee in me. Uh, I was taught early and often to judge others. You right. know, and I'm like right. wait a minute, wait a minute. And yeah. and so um that yes, I I hear you and and positively um, affirm everything you're saying.
1: I'm really I'm right with you on that. It has always amazed me that as a five year old, I was taught to judge people who smoked cigarettes yes. as those who when they died would burn up for the rest of their lives. Today, if you told a kid that, that's called trauma. But we were taught that to judge people according to did they drink, did they smoke, did they dance, all that or was their
0: skirt too short? I mean, we—it's amazing the things that we judged. That I, you know, I'll say I, but yeah, that we and that we were often actually taught to judge, as you were
1: saying. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. So there's some recovery to do, isn't there? Yes. In our minds. You know, I was poking around um, online and found a couple book titles I thought were interesting. Um, Cindy Spigel wrote uh, A Year of Positive Thinking, Daily mm-hmm. Inspiration, Wisdom and Courage. Another guy, R.M. Winters, wrote a book, 10,000 Positive Affirmations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, That's just astounding, 10,000, I can't imagine. But really what we're hearing out there in um, brain science is really what kind of caught me as well as my own need to renew my mind. It kind of got me hooked and interested in this. And we really find that, you know, this does affect not only us, but others around us too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I started thinking about people, and I know you've got some names to mention um, as well, because I think people want to kind of maybe want to do some of their own research. But one of the names that came to my mind um, immediately in this whole area was um, Dr. Kurt Thompson, um, Mm -hmm. who's written a lot, uh, has written, I think his books that I am aware of are published through InterVarsity Press um, Christian psychologist, but talks a lot about brain science, and mm-hmm. I have loved uh, and enjoyed his podcast and what he's had to say in writing mm-hmm. as well. And recommend his Dr.
1: Caroline Leaf is another. Yes, right. Um, here are some other names: neuroscientist Dr. Andrew Her- Andrew Huberman of, uh, Stanford school of medicine. His podcast is called the Huberman lab podcast. He sometimes goes over two hours on his podcast, talking with other experts and scientists about our brain connection to our quality of life. Amazing. Yep. Yep. Um, neuroscientist and professor and author, Lisa Feldman Barrett, you can Google her. She's on a lot of podcasts, um, talking about the brain, how we construct emotions and, um, then speaking from an academic point of view and faith is Dr. Allison Cook, whom you've heard here on Faith Conversations. Her latest book is The Best of You, Break Free from Painful Patterns, Mend Your Past and Discover Your True Self in God. Another one of those voices.
0: I, absolutely. And I, one of the things that I wanted to say is, um, you know, in my past, probably, and some of you may be listening, um are the, the question you're always saying, I was often taught to say, is that a Christian author? Is that when you get into this brain science? Um, there are brilliant minds mm-hmm. uh, that may or may not be people of Christian faith, but what they are talking about and their studies are um, 100%. Um, correct on this subject. Plenty mm-hmm. of Christian authors have used their research in their own books. Right. And so, uh, you know, you, you can't make that divide. We're so quick to make that divide mm-hmm. of whether a Christian wrote it or not. And I just wanted to say that.
1: Well, and I guarantee your counselor, whoever you are going to, is keeping up with this as well. I,
0: absolutely.
1: And, and it's just like we say, you know, we discover what's new about the heart or our physiology. We're hearing so much about the vagal vagus nerve these mm-hmm. days. We're just discovering things all the time. And fortunately for such a time as this, it's good we're discovering our brain and its connection to our quality of life. So what got me interested in this, I think, Anita, was just... As you alluded to earlier, more and more discussions about how our beliefs, our inner critic, how we talk to ourselves, affects our lives and mm-hmm. and those around us. There's lots to be concerned about, and we talked earlier about, um, you know, the Me Too movement, pandemic, racial woundedness, the Ukraine war, the economic downturn. Mm-hmm. As we are recording this, the banking industry is being rocked, and you're like, whoa didn't think we'd be using the word uh, depression of the thirties, you know, again, or just calling up those vague memories that our parents passed on to us of banks closing. seems incomprehensible at this day and age. And I think there's been a lot going on that has seemed incomprehensible um, in the back, but in behind us. Not to mention
0: more negative things, but, you know, as you were going down that litany, uh, of things that we've been hearing in the news, I just will utter one more, which is multiple, 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 more than ever, mass shooting events.
1: Mm. Well, you interesting know. that you raise that because uh, David Brooks, I wanted to mention, well-known author and speaker, has asked an interesting question about mass shootings that plague our country. He's asking this question, what is going on in the minds of the shooters? What is going on in their minds? I even thought of what happened in Memphis recently with police killing Mm -hmm. someone out on the street. What is going on in their minds? He asked the question, what has filled their minds in their life experience? Mm -hmm. What abuse or unhealed wounds have led them to this tragic action? And his point is well taken. Our minds matter, not just to us, but to the world. Yes. To the world. Yes.
0: Um, Um, One of the things, actually, as you were talking about this before, even before this um, question that David Brooks was asking, I was thinking, wow, I wish I could go back. 25 years, you know, and feed into my child who would have been a five-year-old 25 years Mm ago, some of the, this kind of thinking, these positive Mm -hmm. affirmations. And, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, we didn't, we weren't aware necessarily of this then, but I think what, um, how would our kids have grown up differently with some of this kinds of thinking now it's out there now, and we're grateful for that, but, um, I think about what has, what David Brooks says, what has filled their minds in their life mm-hmm. experience. These, these young people or not always young, but ha- who have decided to, um, you know, kill Act and, out this way, murder, way. right? Murder, large yeah.
1: groups of yeah. people. What is making sense to them? And we know that that's not for us to figure out today on this podcast, but I thought his questions were interesting. Yes. And and then I think of the fear mongering that's so prevalent today and probably, you know, a big turning point was the political anger that's erupted over the last years after the pandemic and these different viewpoints about our racial woundedness and conspiracy theories. We need to watch out who we hang out with and i've had to ask myself are the people i'm going to lunch with promoters of negativity fear and conspiracy theories these days mm. you know who am i going to keep company with are they life giving voices
0: that's a big question and one that we didn't used to ask or we didn't used to have to ask
1: it doesn't seem like
0: you know we would have to ask that question but i am certainly much more aware of that today Wow.
1: Well, and to your point, Anita, and I, I, I think of some, some women I have known, um, it's really erupted now until lots of negativity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm realizing that all along that was a seed mm-hmm. that was kind of planted in, in our gatherings. It's, I, I can remember saying, well, what do you think Jesus would teach us or prompt us mm-hmm. to do in this? And there'd be crickets. Yeah, Christian women, because what was more pleasurable was to talk about how bad everything was. So, Mm -hmm. you know, are we listening and taking in life-giving voices that are affirming? Um, And are
0: we mm life-giving voices? You know, what are we um, feeding into the world and into our friend groups?
1: Right, right. And our texts and our emails and the latest news. Is it really necessary, you know? Um, I think the bottom line though, for, for me is Dave and I moved to Southern California in February of 2021, and it's been a challenging adjustment on numerous fronts. And I've really begun searching for tools and ways of thinking to manage kind of the struggles of adjustment. We've had some real estate shifts. Our, our pet passed away a a year ago. Um, we, Missed some things from home. We hadn't anticipated some other things. You know, you can uh, vacation a long time in a place, but living there full time can be different. So yes. um, I started looking around for myself how can I boost my brain, my mind, and my emotions? So, um, you know, I think as you mentioned earlier, Anita, this is a podcast called Faith Conversations. So we turn to scripture and you talked about Romans 12 2 renewing our minds and you again can do an online search and just put in those words and yeah. put the word bible next to it you'll get lists of what the bible says about our minds and and i'll just interject um
0: also in in that romans passage it's be transformed by the renewing of our mind mm-hmm. our, of our minds and that's that's a piece of it right we want to be transformed as we, um, pay attention to these positive affirmations. Um, yeah, and this is hard work a lot harder than you would think. I, because I am with you.
1: Yeah. What we discover. And again, you referenced this earlier, you know, what were we taught as children?
0: Mm.
1: What were we taught about how to think was life scary? Was life fearful? Were our family members passing on generational thoughts of worry or hypochondria or threat or scarcity or prejudice or, yeah, Mm -hmm. go down the list, right? Exactly. Exactly. Racism, um, you know, sexism, you name it. So what has been fostered inside of us? And that's part of that transformation work, right? We're transformed by the renewing of our minds. Um, I'm thinking also of Matthew 6, 25 to 34, the first book in the New Testament. Um, That section of scripture is often called the cure for anxiety. Matthew 6, 25 through 34. And that's where Jesus said, don't worry or be anxious. Uh, The amplified version says, don't be worried or anxious. That is perpetually uneasy or distracted saying, what are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? What are we going to wear? etc. Fill in the 2023 worries. <laughs> yeah. He says, for the Gentiles, pagans or unbelievers eagerly seek all these things, but don't worry. Your heavenly father knows you need them. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And I think it's interesting when he references the Gentiles of the day, that's another word for unbelievers. So if we are faith believers in God, you know, we need to pay attention to how we're supposed to or encouraged to behave and think by God himself.
0: And how is our presence in the world changing the world? Or is it? Does our presence in the world, because of how we live, because how of how we are being Transformed because of how our mind is being renewed. What kind of a difference are we making in our living, breathing, walking around lives in this world?
1: Yeah. And I like how you keep bringing it back to that, much like, you know, that we were talking about David Brooks, like our actions affect the world. Think of Vladimir Putin right now, how he's thinking and how it's affecting the world. But how about us in our booth at breakfast or lunch? with the girls or whatever, couples or, you know, whatever group it is. What are people hearing in the booth next to us? Mm. Hmm. Is anybody hearing that there's hope, Hmm. that there's positivity or even scripture, or is it a recitation of how this is wrong, that's wrong? You know, what's going to happen, et cetera yeah it's a good point. Questions to ask ourselves <laughs> yeah um well, the more I was listening to scientists and other experts in brain science talk about how we need to keep tabs on what we are thinking, um as I mentioned earlier, I started thinking, you know, I've heard that Christian speaker talk about these things. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I began to realize the Bible is full of positive psychology. It's always encouraging us to hope, always encouraging us to plant ourselves in the strength of God and his love for us, Um, always encouraging us over and over to not fear or worry. I heard Richard Rohr say recently, you know, depends what version you're looking at, but there are at least over 300 references to not fearing Mm -hmm. in the scripture. Uh, We know that when scripture says to fear God, that means honor and respect. That's how that's, you know, translated. But to me, this is positive psychology, only it's rooted in the God of the universe. Right. That was kind of intriguing to me.
0: I have to say, uh, this dates me for sure. But, and maybe, maybe I won't even mention who, because that really dates me. But, but I go back to the, when my son was, uh, you know, a toddler and, early elementary and, and some of the little children's albums that were around at the time, you know, and Mm -hmm. that just put some scripture to song, um, or whatever. I, there are two or three of those that I still hum today. Mm. One of them one of them is, when I am afraid, I think of it all the time, when I am afraid, I will trust in you, I will trust in you, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there, there are a couple of others, and, and who among us cannot, this one isn't really a, um, a positive affirmation, but you know, where is your hairbrush, or my hairbrush, <laughs> where is my hair? you know, <laughs> veggie tales. I mean, it's mm-hmm. funny, some of those old time uh, things, and so what is that today for the current generation, the current, you know, parents, there's stuff out there. Um, but it's interesting. We get it for our kids, but wow, it's stuck with me as a 60 something right. year old now.
1: Right. I still remember it. Right. And I know many of us, you know, as, as we're growing older, we're, we're re-examining what we were taught. We're looking at scripture through less possessive eyes that it has to be this or that, you know, mm-hmm. it, it just is. And And, you know, and I think for many of us, it's given us greater respect and hope and an authentic connection to scripture, but we think of the old hymns, you know, and some of them granted that were from the 1800s are a little harsh for these days, but, you know, many are comforting scriptures Mm -hmm. that we can recall and so forth. And and we're going to talk about that as we, um, as we have some ideas of how to create a list of affirmations. In fact, we could jump right in and do that. I'll, I'll just tell you how I got started. Yeah. I, I uh, started hearing about these positive affirmations sounded kind of woo woo to me, but I started looking them up online and I copied and pasted 75 of them. Wow. Into a doc. And I started looking at them. Um, And I kind of stuck with it and I, um, deleted some of them. I rewrote some of them. I added to them and subtracted and I started going with it. I started reading that, um, a good mechanism to do this is to look in the mirror and say them. Mm. And you're actually, your brain sees you telling this to yourself and your ears hear this. Yeah. And I started hearing how we need to talk about, um, Something that comes very hard for many of us, and that is saying that we love ourselves. I really love you, Melinda. Try looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, I really love you, fill in the blank name. I really, really love you. The person that suggested that said, you will feel like such a weirdo and kook doing that for a long time.
0: Or tearful. So Mm. I used to, in a retreat, one of the talks that I gave at a retreat, I would invite a woman up on the platform to read a portion of Psalm 139 and interject her name every time um, for the pronoun that was there, put her name. And I never had a wow. woman be able to get through it without breaking wow. down into tears. It's wow. really a powerful practice. I wasn't thinking of mm. that at the time as I'm writing you know, a positive text. affirmation. And I have to say, I sobbed just recently mm. because of Alexio Divina that um, I did and led a group through from Mark. Um, I think it's 10, 13 through 16, about, um, people bringing little children to Jesus and the disciples sternly telling them to get away and Jesus was indignant and said no let them come and i put my name in that
1: let Anita come let it you
0: know, and i just wow. i was a wreck i wow. needed that and you know so So scripture isn't, when we put ourselves into Mm -hmm. the story by name, that's really what you're talking about. Looking at yourself in the mirror, using your name and Mm -hmm. saying, I love you. Wow. That is powerful. And we struggle taking that in.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I found it extremely weird and odd and made sure my husband did not hear me doing this. (laughs) that's how awkward (laughs) it felt, but, um, I'm, I'm still doing it. Um, now, since I started this, I, I narrowed it down as I said, but then I started something different. I broke them up into seven days of the week. So now I have 18 or 20 a day and they're often repeated from another day. Okay. But I just focus on those and I focus on that First thing in the morning and then throughout the day. And again, this is part of that renewing the mind. And so it's not just something you, c- you have to practice it. It takes yeah. some work to practice so that your brain and your eyes and ears hear you saying these new truths.
0: And let me say anything good usually does take practice.
1: <laughs> so there. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, I thought we could do a little practice here. Good. Uh, if you're up for that, um, one way to, uh, really make positive affirmations strong to our minds is to practice word emphasis. And that is, these would be short phrases, but we say aloud the phrase and put the emphasis on each word in order. And it brings out a little bit more nuance Mm -hmm. and shift to the phrase. So I'll do one first. And then, um, I've got one here for you, Anita, to do for us as well. So, um, you know, safety is a big issue today in mental health circles, and it just doesn't mean physical safety. It means feeling safe to have emotions, to work on things, to love ourselves and to feel secure, to feel in a secure attachment and um, reassuring ourselves that we can keep ourselves safe to do the personal work we're doing and that our voice really deserves to be heard. So we want to ground ourselves in safety and confidence. So here's a phrase, and hear how it sounds when we say it aloud to ourselves, or I say this out loud. I did it in the car on Saturday. (laughs) Um, The phrase is, I am safe today. So here's how it sounds with word emphasis. I am safe today. I am safe today. I am safe today. I am safe
0: today. Hmm. I like that. So you that. can
1: hear each time that that's read the emphasis I am safe. I am safe. Hmm. I am safe today. Yeah, I like that. I know yeah. in some um spiritual practices, you know, that there's something similar to this.
0: Yeah, I uh I do it often. I've done it before with be still and know that yes. I am God. Yes. Be still and know. Yeah. You know, yeah. be still. And no, the same yeah. idea. You emphasize the next word as you go through it. And it, it is powerful. Um, I'd never it's thought kind of, of, ignites it, of doing your brain. it like this. Yes, it absolutely does. Yeah. You said at the beginning, it it's, brings out different nuances that we otherwise would not, uh, wouldn't elevate for us with just a plain reading with no emphasis. And so I yeah. I, I like it for that. L- let me uh, do one of these um. I think it's it is good practice I like this. I will do what works for me. 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 And then here's a positive faith affirmation. I have faith God will provide. 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 Ah. And then I think what you, for me, I just want to then sit with that and be quiet. I want to hear, I want to do it. And then I just want to sit in
1: silence after doing that. I, I, I agree with you. I think that phrase, I will do what works for me. If, if you're in a sticky relationship or a hard decision or a work situation, or you're at the fork in the road. I will do what works for me. I will do what works for me. I will do, take action, what works for me. I will do what that is that works for me. I will do what works for me. I will do what works for me, for me. I will do what works for me. That's pretty centering and, it, the, and, and meaning change, you know, really the meaning changes. Meaning yes, changes. yes, yes, yes. That's and a that's, good way to put it. Yeah. And I think
0: that's why I I want to sit with it after going through with the different emphasis on the, the various words, because I want to focus then on, okay, what is the different meaning of that phrase that I have just said? Wow. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it can also spark, um, uh, ideas to fix something. If we're, if we're struggling with a problem, I think it can spark possible solutions as we
1: read it in this way. Oh, I can vouch for that. All of a sudden when it emphasizes, I will do, it's like, oh, what action am I taking? Or I have faith that God, do I have faith that God will provide? Uh Uh-oh, need to reevaluate, you know? Yep, absolutely. Yep. So word emphasis is one way to practice your uh, positive affirmations. Um, a couple other phrases or examples that might be, you know, helpful if this is new to you. For instance, when something's been hard and you become critical of yourself, that inner critic gets going. A positive affirmation, you know, it it has a little bit of acknowledgement plus positivity. I could have done better, but I did it. Mm. Yes. I could have done better, but I did it. This came to me when I was thinking about something from my kids' childhoods. I was like, oh, oh man! Yeah. And it, I thought, yeah. you know what? I could have done better, but I did it. And yes. thank you, God. Thank you for mm-hmm. helping me through that. Good. Um, sometimes there are things we want to clear out of our minds. So a phrase might be, "I stop what if thinking." Oh yeah. If that's something that that gets you. Yep. So um, it's it's clearing out or ending some things. Mm. And um, as I mentioned, I have I have short little poems like three lines of verse. Uh, I have one from Rilke that I like uh, in my positive affirmations, but also scripture. Um, this one, bear with each other and forgive one another. Mm-hmm. Imagine if everybody in America said that five times a day. <laughs> wow. Bear uh, be- with each other yeah. and forgive one another.
0: Because I think you start believing and doing, you know, that right. that's... It's how you change a habit, right? We we, I mean, right. we, th- we know the science behind changing yeah. a habit, ha- doing it X number of times for X number of days. I mean, that's basically what we're talking about here. Uh, the the grooves, I remember years ago doing radio shows on pornography, neural, pathways. neural oh, yeah. pathways, and how deep grooves are formed in our brains and the brain of someone who is into a addiction of whatever kind, you know, and and that those grew that can be altered and changed and shifted but over time and doing exactly what you're talking about here
1: yeah and yeah. don't forget generational grooves yes that's in our brain yep. material or was nurtured um but i i think as we're talking it's coming to me i wish someone in the bible movement would come up with a challenge like this for everybody in america maybe come up with five truths mm and have a challenge of saying those words. Yes. You don't have to be a Christian. Just say the truths five yeah. times a day or whatever. It's yeah. amazing the power that yeah. is there. And now we see that it's scientific power. Yeah, right, well. exactly. You know, um, as I was putting this together, I got thinking about something that I well I've talked about, and that's yeah. breath prayer. And I'm wondering what you're going to
0: Well, totally, because as I... <laughs> I've been sitting here listening to you talk. Um, that's where my mind went immediately was uh, to breath prayer because mm-hmm. I personally think of those as um a type of positive affirmation. Um, yeah, and i definitely. I opened up i I talked to, to Jennifer Tucker on on uh, faith conversations. She wrote the book Breath as Prayer. I think it was
1: last year, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was toward the end of the year. Calm your anxiety, focus your mind and renew your soul. One of the things I liked about her book is that in the front end, she talks about brain science oh, and about breath work and how breathing and the brain, how that goes together and works together. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorites that I still go back to. So she she gives, you know, like a short devotional that, and she's an artist also. And so honestly, I thought, Oh, I wonder if the devotionals will be that good. They are really thoughtful. (laughs) They were really good. But the breath prayers just put the exclamation point on it. And one of my favorites is still is I, I breathe in, I give my burdens to you. And then I exhale, you will take care of me. I inhale, I give my burdens to you and exhale, you will take care of me. I love that. And yeah. I believe that. And it does something in me, in my brain and in my body to calm me. And it's a positive affirmation. Mm-hmm. Really, it
1: falls under that definition. Well, um, and, and I can say, I remember when you were interviewing her and getting into the book. And you were telling me, or you would text me today, there was this breath prayer and you screenshot it <laughs> or told me what it was mm-hmm. and how it was calming you in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I really saw it work. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you'll put a link to the book in the, yeah. in the show notes. Definitely. Here's one. I I also got the book because you liked it. Uh, inhale. There is no fear. Mm. Exhale in your love. Mm. Oh. And then a, an explanation of, of that. Um, You made me and sustain me. You carry me all of my days. These could be written into positive affirmations in in their list if you want to put one together. Yeah,
0: I love that. Uh, Another one I really liked too, breathing in. You already know, exhaling everything I need. Mm -hmm. You already know everything I need. Mm -hmm. Um, So comforting and affirming. You know both of those, so a little maybe a little twofold with the breath prayer, of positive affirmation, but also a nice calming from anxiety type of thing. Which I which I think the positive affirmations over time also do. Yes. That would be my guess yes. as well. Yes, right?
1: yes, yes, yeah. I I believe so. I I I am surprised. I've probably been doing this for maybe a month, and I'm surprised how some of these pop into my head just at, oh. at- all right time because you've done because you've done them well yeah um, yeah yeah I, one of them is um it's just a thought and thoughts can be changed oh i love that okay it's just a thought <laughs> this is just a thought
0: changed. and thoughts can change that's yeah. so good because what are those thoughts that maybe we grew up with or maybe we're taught in church or that is uh, not quite accurate it's just a thought thoughts can change yeah.
1: And here's what I think we need to ask ourselves. What are the thoughts we're hearing from the people around us? Mm. Do they want to change their thoughts? And especially if they're people of faith, do they want to kind of submit them to oh. a faith and examine them? If they just mm. want to talk and keep talking, I think that's mm. something that you might need to evaluate your affiliation. Yeah. With that, you know.
0: What, something that I thought was so interesting. I had ordered something. I'm a fan. I think you are too, of Morgan Harper Nichols mm. and her poetry. And, and I came, across, she had a sale on her, of her stuff. And, and I bought this little box of cards and I didn't even notice until it arrived at home that on the box, it says affirmation card <laughs> set. I, yep. did I didn't even know <laughs> that 55 note cards. And they're these cutest little cards. Like oh,
1: read uh, a couple almost, of them
0: the size of a, of like a playing card, a you know, cards you might play with. Yeah. Even in the mystery, there's a brave new chance to be. Mm-hmm. Even in the mystery, there's a brave new chance to be. Mm-hmm. Another one, I am worthy of the time it takes to do the things that heal my heart. Amen. Oh, I'm going to read that one again. I am worthy of the time it takes to do the things that that heal my heart. Mm. Oh, wow. Wow. Transforming. <laughs> yeah. So, I Such potential. So good. I'll just read one more. Okay. After everything you have been through, I hope something beautiful happens for you. Mm. Ah, Amen. Lovely. Amen. So anyway, I was excited that this little box came and then I saw that it was called affirmation card set and we were going to do this podcast so she's
1: great she also has an email blast every day yeah um with affirmations too Mm. well if you're interested in exploring the practice of positive information i've i've got five ideas for you here um one is to ask yourself are you ready to clear out negativity worry anxiety are you tired of hopelessness sadness distrust um practicing positive affirmations are not a quick fix they are not a guarantee but i figure this if i'm going to think about something i might as well think about something good
0: yes exclamation gonna, point yep
1: <laughs> if i'm going to take up brain space i i do have a choice and you know this is something that can add to your well-being scientists tell us that is absolutely true so Maybe asking ourselves, are my thoughts bringing me life Mm. these days? Are the conversations I have with myself bringing me life? Are the conversations I'm having with friends or family bringing me life? Mm. And if you decide you're wanting to try out affirmations, you need to create them yourself. As I mentioned earlier, you can look online to get yourself going, erase the ones you don't relate to, add others in in their place. Um, I think that um, you st- I started noticing the affirmations, just like you saw the cards that came and you're like, oh, yeah, this. Then um, number three, you can practice reading them once or twice or more a day. You can practice reading them with word emphasis, like Anita and I gave an example of that and and did it live here earlier or you can read them just straight through. You can start your day and end your day with them. You can read a few each day. You can stand in front of the mirror and say them to yourselves. But you can start actually engaging them with your life. And then you can highlight one that's meaningful to you every day. I have these on my phone, so oh, I nice. bold ones you know that, that mean something to me specifically right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, you know, here here's an affirmation for you. Remember that whatever you do is good and it's enough. It is good enough. And I have been saying that to myself. That came from my husband's counselor, spiritual director. It's good and it's enough. It's good enough. Be okay with with that. I love that. And can I say, let me maybe put an exclamation
0: point on this conversation, that anything can be a spiritual practice. Um, I would say positive affirmations is indeed a spiritual practice. Mm, I It's something that can be transforming and can more um, closely conform us into the image of Christ. I fully believe it.
1: And they're not written in stone. They ebb and flow like yes. the waves of the ocean, in yes. and out, erasing some, adding others. Yes, they they conform to ourselves, yep. like our clothes conform to our bodies. Yep. You know, they conform to us. I thought that I would just read uh, my affirmations for today Thank to you. give you an idea before yes. we wrap Good. things up, and then uh, maybe we'll go back to the definition of those positive affirmations. But here are mine for today. I am safe today. Today, I relax my body. I can enjoy today. I feel hopeful even in uncertainty. God adores me. Today, I am full of hope. I expect the best. Here's the hard one I love you, Melinda. I really, really love you. It's only a thought and a thought can be changed i don't require the other person to understand how they hurt me or that they will be at, they will ask to be forgiven today i can discover truth the door i close behind me will open to new life i trust god to help me see the good in everything and in, in and in everyone Today, I will see the humor in things. (laughs) And this is the the lines from Rilke I mentioned earlier. Fear not the sorrow you feel. Give your weight back to the earth. For heavy are the mountains, heavy the seas. And that just said to me, the God of the universe can handle it all. Yes. Can handle it all. (sighs) Exercising today is the antidote to depression, I got that from my massage therapist last Saturday. Hmm. Today, I do not borrow trouble. I can do this. I've done it in the past, and I can do this. I am unblocked from my ancestors' patterns. I let go. Filling my mind with pleasant thoughts is the quickest road to health. I let go of generational worry. And this is from a psalm. With God, we shall do valiantly. It is he who will tread down our foes. I am loved today. And there you go. Wow.
0: Um, Some of those made me tearful. Some of them just made me feel confident, cared for and all in all i found this such an encouraging and helpful conversation. Oh, good. How wonderful. Good. And i am guessing that others will as well. Thank you so much for bringing this this topic. This was wonderful, Melinda.
1: Before we go, i just want to read again that definition of a positive good. affirmation. Thank positive you. phrases or statements used to challenge negative or unhelpful thoughts. They can motivate you, confront you, replace your negative bias and negativity and restore hope to your mind and your life. Mm. Thank you so much. Wow, good
0: stuff. Well, thank you again for this. And uh, as always to everyone else, I say keep the conversation going.